In a mythical realm known as elsewhere Stands a woebegone place of little fanfare Rivercliff Museum Can't convince the folks to see them It's fantasy meets drudgery With a splash of workplace comedy Evil forces raid the countryside The museum hides the secrets in plain sight Who knows what might occur Once the dark lord returns Will I fill the history page Home is where the heart is, for most. For others, home is where you leave your heart at the door to rant, rave, and threaten until your staff does its best work. Take Marwood, for example. This modern-day wood elf in the big city considered the Rivercliff Museum of Mostly Natural Histories to be home, and he had earned his many titles. According to the ornate plaque on his office door, he was the curator, director, and manager. Among the infrequent museum patrons, he was unofficially referred to as that tall elf with the vests who's always yelling. And among the museum staff, he was any number of unflattering nicknames or curse words muttered under one's breath. He was not a very popular figure, to put it mildly, but here's the thing. Behind closed doors, Marwood was actually really, really good at his job. He secured just enough funding to keep the torches lit, attempted to hobnob with the elite to maintain at least a bare minimum level of awareness, and performed the hundreds if not thousands of tiny, delicate, recurring to-dos that, when added together, kept the museum afloat. Therefore, despite pitiful attendance and laughably low revenue every single day, the museum always remained upright and open to the public. Marwood considered the museum his home, and he was really, really good at his job. Mostly. While undeniably excellent at keeping the lights on, there had always been some aspects of management that... eluded him. Let's do... let's do... No, no, that's never happening. No, yes, have to have that, have to have that. Yes! Uh, come in! Uh, uh, the door seems to be stuck shut among a fair degree of rubble. Ah, uh, Edmund, just crawl through the enormous dwarf hole in the floor. <sighs> that hole is enormous, Marwood. How can you continue to work under such disastrous conditions? There's no budget left for stonemason work, and while it is my only sanctuary from the forces of chaos, it's simply not a justifiable priority to repair a non-public-facing area of the museum. That makes it a rather simple choice. I think I may have rolled my ankle inside that tunnel. I might require some ice. Was there something you needed, or are you just here to update me on the status of your ankles? Well... Two months ago, I sent a packet of all-new D-Day research to Samarty Penance for consideration. Edmund, please. You can't possibly think they're still going to let you in. No, I submitted it for the sake of inclusion. Abraxas may be known for wild exaggeration, but his oral history is compelling, to say the least. It is comprehensive and actually does fill a few long-question gaps. It was my opinion that this new account should be considered just as much as any other. I chronicled his entire story, including the tangents. It took mm, rather a long time. My writing hand is still cramped. 
And? And they have just sent back an official letter of total rejection. And I mean T-O-T-A-L. Look, they even scribbled in an extra ha-ha and are you kidding me here on the margin. Ah, well, you cannot honestly tell me you expected a different outcome, Edmund. It may sound ludicrous, but I did, Marwood. I can forgive their rejection and ridicule of me, but when it comes to recorded history and new information, I very honestly thought they would at least take that seriously. I'm sorry to hear that your favorite cluster of shut-ins has turned up its nose at an unabridged record of an old man's ramblings. Just aside, I do hope you understand why I never held their official approval in very high regard. Well, uh, that is not actually why I am here, Marwood. I am feeling, uh, well, I suppose the best term for it would be lost. I need to reorient myself. I would like to have an honest evaluation of my performance in this museum. What? Here? Now? Mm, If possible. Surely it can wait. There are more pressing matters to... (sighs) But it always waits. Do you know that in all my years here as your head and only researcher, I have never received a single performance evaluation? By the branches, that can't possibly be true. I critique your performance every day. Yes, you do. But a barrage of nitpicks and condescension does not an earnest assessment make. I am simply requesting some clarity regarding my career trajectory. Your career trajectory? What kind of questions can you possibly have that I'm not already addressing? Uh, Well, you know, am I doing a good job? Uh, Do I have a future here? Do you think I might be in line to succeed you once you retire or step down? Ha! My stars, Edmund, I'm not stepping down, nor am I retiring any time even remotely soon. What a ridiculous notion. I hardly think it is ridiculous. You are settled well into elven middle age, are you not? Well, uh, that is to say... Edmund, I am busy. I do not have time for this. I did not mean to... There is always much to do. I'm sure the same is true for you. Now either get back to work or I shall... Ah! Blast it all! My door! Greetings. Well, at least that takes care of the dwarf hole issue. There is activity in the main hall that requires the presence of the museum curator at once. Wonderful. I suppose the enthusiasm is still better than the cursing. I take it this activity is so pressing that it will justify smashing my office door to splinters? Clarification. Two elven gentlemen are currently manhandling artifacts and causing general disruptions. Elves. Elves in Rivercliff? Remarkable! Were you expecting company, Marwood? Perhaps family? Oh, what are you getting at, Edmund, that all elves know each other? The two elf patrons have specifically requested the curator by name. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. Ah! Caution. There are two large dwarf holes on either side of your office doorway. Uh, I'm trying to tell you I don't know what you're saying. Mede Holloway, Telistabath Nebapusa, Led de Grave Ethamunda, Milata Salamada, Heva Tuduse. Can you speak normal? Normal. Sigh, <laughs> 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 
Nick, stop shouting. You're interrupting nap time in the menagerie. Yeah, we can hear you in the sub-basements. Ah, sorry. I'm just trying to get through to these Marwood-looking dudes. Their words are all broken, but in, like, a sexy way? They're speaking the fey tongue, Nick. That's elvish? Man, no fair. Our language sounds like a bunch of moist junk being knocked around the inside of a wash basin. I used to know a fair amount of fey. Let me give it a whirl here, see if anything's stuck. Ahem. Oh, no. We might be about to witness an international incident. Guru Thalama, Barishnaf Haluthumu, Reglach Hamashlatha. Oh. Abe, whatever you were trying to say, it seems like you were a bit off. No, I know exactly what I said. My elvish vocabulary has always been a bit limited, but effective. Uh. <laughs> you heard me. Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh, by the branches. There it is, worst case. Marwood. <laughs> Man, it's like listening to a rainbow serenade a dreaming child. Ah, oh, my gosh, I could listen to this all day. The elven language is so beautiful. I assure you, if you could understand their actual intent, you'd think differently. Now, now, don't you go flip-flopping back and forth. Stick to Elvish. We hate to tell Pa how much you've been using that common language garbage. You know he don't approve. Okay, if I tell you to leave in the Phaeton, will that stick? Hey! Stop leaving us common speakers out of the conversation. Is that the way to speak to your kin, Marmar? After we spent most of the morning trying to suss you out? Folks round here sure ain't like it when elves ride into town. Gave us a stank eye something fierce. They seemed to get what we was here for anyhow. Kept pointing towards this here building. Wonderful. I suppose there's something to note in the fact that people at least know where the local elf works. Hey, hey! What are they saying? Uh, something about, uh, eyeball, smell, nearby eyeballs and how they smell, probably. Or they're just making fun of us while we can't understand them. That's what I would do. Yeah, me too. Well, either way, it's still very pretty. What's up with this human lady giving us the googly googly eyes? What is she, your girly friend or whatever you calls it? <sighs> Who knows what kind of preverted stuff these city folks get themselves up to. She is my employee, and this is my museum, and you are not welcome in it. <sighs> I assume Father sent you here. Go on, tell me what he wants. He says you have to come back home. No. Well, what a lovely visit. Nice to catch up. Let's go ahead and say that fulfills my family togetherness quota for the next several hundred years. Get out of my museum. Uh, that's in trouble, Marwood. We all are. Look at this. You didn't even wipe your feet. Typical. The Enchanted Forest is kicking us out. We're being evicted. 
Dad says you need to come home and fix it. I'll have to have Nick follow you out with a mop, assuming he even knows what a mop is. Anyway, this is one of them big-time paper and whispering problems. You you spend all your time reading and such and so on. We need your fancy city book smarts to rank this wrinkle go away. Oh, oh, do you? Do you really? Do you need my book smarts? My fancy big city, big time paper, whatever you said. Well, allow me to tell you something about you all that y'all ain't know. Oh, you gods, my accent is coming out. Hey, what the hells are you pointy-eared beanpoles saying? It sounds like there's some choice vocabulary tucked in there. Help a curious human learn. <sighs> Sorry that we are late. The tour golem stepped into the dwarf hole. I may have strained my back trying to help it out. Did we miss introductions? You haven't missed a thing. I was just showing my brothers the way out. Brothers? You have brothers? Oh, of course. Just like the painting. Oh, right, from his office. Hey, wasn't there a little weird one, too? Where's, uh, where's he at? Shut it! All of you get back to work. These two were just leaving, one way or another. Isn't that right, Torgolem? Command inferred. Engaging intruder relocation protocol. Please allow me to demonstrate the law of centrifugal force. Whoa, 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 okay. Call off the walking chimney, Marwood. We get the dang hint. Time for plan B, I guess. If you're not going to help us, we'll just head back and start packing up. Should be back in a week if the weather holds. Might want to stock them cupboards. We'll be coming in hungry. Sure, yes, I'll do that. I'll, uh, wait, what? Wait, 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 just a moment. What did you say? If we do get kicked out, Dad says we're coming to stay with you. I beg your pardon? From the licks of it, this place can fit our whole dang village. Might knock some of this busted knick-knacky dead guy stuff to the curb. Make a bit of lounging room, couple of bow and arrow racks on the wall. Yeah, which room do you reckon be the best for drying out animal skins? We'll need to convert one of these rooms into a storeroom for jerky, too. Absolutely not! All right, well, back it up. No need to fuss. Where do you store your jerky right now? <laughs> Just use that. I heard the word jerky in there. Do they have jerky? You will not. I repeat very slowly and clearly, N-O-T, be moving into this museum. If so, can I have some? Well, then you better come back home and help us fix this mess. Otherwise, we're going to be a big happy family in your big, weird house. Oh, uh, is that a no on the jerky? Yeah, answer the man. We want special elf jerky. Ah. <sighs> Is Dad really in trouble? You really think we'd come all the way out here just to see your snooty upturned mug for a few minutes? <sighs> Everyone, listen up. I'm afraid I'm going to have to take a brief leave of absence to address some urgent family business. It will take several days. Hooray! the gods! <laughs> and while I'm gone... I'm placing Edmund in charge of the museum. What? what? <laughs> Me? No, 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 no way. There is no actual way. Yeah, I ain't following no orders from the Poindexter. Marwood, this has never happened before. You're never absent from the museum for more than a few hours. Edmund, were you not just in my office whining about climbing the ladder or whatever? Consider this a test. 
We'll see if you can go a few days without ruining everything that I hold sacred in this miserable life. But, but, but I, I, I don't, I don't want to be tested like this. I was simply asking for... My expectations are realistic, Edmund. I know things will be broken. I know things will be left askew. All I ask is that you somehow not unleash an entire universe of plagues upon this establishment while I'm gone. I just don't understand. This breaks the chain of command rather severely. Why aren't you placing Malison in charge? Because this isn't going to be a solo trip. I'm going to need backup. After seeing his brothers off, without the direct assistance of the tour golem, Marwood made his way to Malison's office. It took some convincing, to say the least, to get her to agree to a days-long trip to his old stomping grounds. But after reminding her of the excessive height of the average wood elf, she cautiously agreed to join. The trek was long and dull as they left the urban sprawl of Rivercliff far behind them and crossed the flatlands to the west. This duo did not care much for idle chatter or road games. It was, therefore, with great relief that, one full and exhausting day's ride later, Marwood and Malison finally crossed the border into one of Middle Elsewhere's most curious regions, the Enchanted Forest. Oh, I really cannot thank you enough for agreeing to this, Malison. Oh, don't thank me. You may have pitched this as a personal favor, but I am definitely marking these as work hours. In fact, I'm marking this whole excursion as time and a half. What? Plus, makeup vacation days. I had a spa day planned for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But that's criminal! Do you or do you not need a paralegal's help navigating some vaguely defined magical loopholes? I'm pretty sure that's how you phrased it. Well, yes, but time and a half. I cannot afford to... Uh, uh, that is to say the museum can't... All right, have fun all by yourself out there with your kin. Just as soon as I can figure out how to turn this horse around... <laughs> Whoops, whoa, whoa, okay, okay, all right. Oh, not in the buns, okay. Oh, for goodness sake, stop, stop. Fine. Time and a half plus makeup vacation days. That's what I thought. Whoa, Horsey, settle down. I was just faking. God's below. I hate the outdoors. And horses. I still don't understand why we can't just call eagles. So many quests would be so much easier by eagle. No, settle down. No eagles. I've told you already I'm not paying those rates. Besides, my people don't trust them. Father would harp on about something called... chemtrails. We'd be shot right out of the sky. <sighs> All right. Well, it's my sore butt and your museum on the line the longer we draw this trip out. I, st- I still can't believe you left Edmund in charge. Edmund? Yes, well, he was extra whiny before we set out. An opportunity like this should be just the thing to shut him up for a while. Hey, now, ease off a bit. He's gotten kind of better this year, sort of. That's a matter of perspective. Personally, I preferred the Edmund who remained holed up in his study and churned out consistently strong work. Now he's wandering the museum halls looking for guidance and reassurance. Ugh. Oh. Oh no, how crazy of an employee. Wanting guidance and reassurance. He's never actually going to be curator, I take it? No, it is my museum. I'm going to outlive all of you by a few hundred years. Not if I can help it. And, to be candid, he's a bit of a caravan wreck. (sighs) Maybe he's beginning to wonder why he's working himself to death for a tall jerk who thinks he's a caravan wreck. It's, It's not a bad question, honestly. 
been grappling with some of that myself. Why do you work all the time? I know you don't care about the success of the museum. Hey, come on. I wouldn't say that. I kind of care. Malison, please. I'm being honest. Took me a long while to realize it, but the museum's actually been pretty good to me. I'm, you know, coming around on it. The work is unglamorous, but it does keep me largely engaged. The place is crumbling, dusty, still a bit embarrassing. This is you trying to convince me that you're coming around on it? But, but, for all its ups and downs, it's home. It's more of a home than I think I've ever had before, with a few cowardly, passive-aggressive exceptions. Well, I don't understand that last part, but I'm relieved to hear the rest. And I can certainly relate. It does feel like the dimly lit labyrinthine home I never had. Tried though it may sound, I do find comfort in its cold, marble-columned embrace. That's more warmth than we're about to get on arrival, just you watch. Why help your family if they're so awful? It's an elven family thing. Very hard to properly contextualize for a human. Try me. I know a thing or two about family drama. No, this is different. It's about elven honor. Ugh. If you don't want to open up in front of a co-worker, Marwood, just tell me and we can ride in silence. Elven honor? What a cop-out. It is not a cop-out. Gods, I am so sick of you all brushing off my elven heritage. I have no fondness for my family, but I am still an elf. There are some things you humans simply cannot understand. No? Like what? Well, just as a for instance, have you ever noticed that the Dark Lord only refers to the staff by titles or abilities? Huh, I guess some of us have managed to get a bit less formal. Edmund describe your sorceress and so on. Except for me. I'm elf. Oh, oh, huh. Wow, I never thought twice about that. Probably because you're also always, in the back of your mind, leaning on the same label. Oof. All right, all right, yeah, fair enough. That's pretty bad. I'm sorry. Elf heed this. Elf do that. Elf do a god's damn jig in the hallway for my amusement. Every time. And it's not just him. We elves are not regarded fondly by, well, most of the world. People see our pointy ears and assume we're going to trick them, lead them off into the woods for an ambush. All kinds of ancient and superstitious nonsense. Again, not too dissimilar from my own family history. Yes. Well, I suppose we both have rather burdensome family trees. Thankfully, we're both apples that manage to tumble far, far downhill. Exactly. So, circling back, why are we going to help this family you hate so much? <sighs> because if I don't, no one will. Hmm. Plus, a few days of discomfort is far better than the threat of my entire extended family moving in and completely destroying my museum and my career and my life. There we go. See? Was that really so hard to admit? God, it's like pulling teeth. Oh! What the? Was that an arrow? Your kin is shooting at us! Howl, y'all. Your brothers must have led us into the woods for an ambush. Oh, he is dead. Relax, Malison. We're entering their village. That was just a warning shot. They're expecting me. They just didn't recognize you. Otherwise, they would have shot to kill. Oh, dang. Is that you, Marwood? Good thing I missed. I want to go back to work, Marwood. <sighs> so do I. Uh, hey, y'all bring that arrow back in with you, all right? We got a shortage in them suckers. It's tricky to make. 
Meanwhile, back in the museum. All right, all right, everyone, all right, everyone. <clears throat> Thank you for gathering here in the alcove of seemingly harmless curios. I, I, uh, I know there is some apprehension about my temporary role as museum manager. Boo! A and and curator. <clears throat> And, uh, and all the other titles Marwood usually claims for himself. Boo! Get off the stage! He's not on a stage, Abe. I know what I'm heckling. But I know that if we, all of us, all of us pull together and we all work as a team, that we can, um, we can, what was I? The museum staff gathered in a semicircle. What is the meaning of this? Why is the scribe sweating out the entire liquid percentage of his body? Ugh, Marwood and Malison are at some kind of elf reunion thing, so the beanpole left Ed in charge. What a remarkably poor choice. It's okay, you can do it, Ed. No, he can't. He's already started this pep talk over four times. He's sweating so much. Quiet, please. Quiet. Quiet. Hmm? Hmm. I, I have a simple task laid out for us today. We are, uh, we are all going to prepare this new artifact, a humble little tone stap, st st a stone tablet here for display. Nice and simple. Now, uh, um, a brief history of this important slab Dated back to the dawn of the second... Am I the only one sensing an incredible energy from within the tablet? Hey, Ed, uh, aren't you holding that thing upside down? What? Uh, of course not, Nick. I, I, I think. Um, maybe? What? <sighs> now you have gone and broken my concentration. Uh, 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 um... That's not good. Uh-oh. Oh, ye gods! Behold, simple beings of this dimension! I am Bumbalahumbra, the living curse! Well, there goes today. Ah, uh, uh, excuse me, um, we did not know that this slab was occupied by a cosmic horror being. Otherwise, I, um, obviously would not have selected it. Would you be willing to please, um, go back inside the tablet and be quiet? No! Thank you for freeing me. As punishment for freeing me, you shall suffer 740 plagues in a row. The plagues also stack. The first plague now begins. I could have picked up a book, taken a stroll around the inner yard, but no. Had to see what the staff was doing. Oh, ye gods, the walls of the museum are bleeding! Don't worry, Ed. It's just strawberry jam. Abe, don't eat the wall secretions. Gods, you just went right for it! How are any of us still alive? Just spit it out. Spit it out right now. If you think this is nuts, wait until I hit you with Plague 19. Diarrhea hoedown! Night had fallen over the enchanted forest. Piercing moonlight and iridescent mushrooms gave the low, rolling fog a soft glow, lighting the path for Marwood and Malison. 
The eerie quiet of their surroundings was broken only by the hoots of owls, the rustling of leaves in chill winds, and the opening of beverages. At last, Malison and Marwood crossed over the threshold of the realm of the Wood Elves. As open glades in enchanted forests go, this one was rather off-model. Beer cans littered the forest floor, crude messages had been carved into ancient trees, residents gawked from the periphery, scratching and burping and overall adding to what passed for ambiance. It was far from what Malison had pictured, but exactly as Marwood had left it. Hey, there he is, the prodigal son returns. Somebody get this nerd a tall boy. Oh, just look what he's dragging in behind him. Whoa, hold up. You brought a human into sacred elf territory? What the hell's wrong with you, Marmar? She's another book smart reading nerd like me, and we're both here to save you. Show some respect. Malison, these are my younger brothers, Hayseed and Tumbleweed. How's she supposed to help? She ain't even from here. Now we've got a dumb old useless human to keep an eye on. Probably gonna go around fornicating on stuff. Probably die any second now. You know how quick and stupid their lives are. <laughs> I'm fluent in fey tongue, you gigantic knobs. <laughs> She sure got your number, hey, hey. Shut up, Tum-Tum. As I was saying, Malison, these are my younger brothers, Tumbleweed and Hayseed. Well, you were right. They're very tall. Taller than you by a bit. <laughs> you damn skippy we is. All that fancy book learning stunted his growth, probably. Listen, Tum-Tum, hey, hey, uh-huh. I'm only here for a couple of days, and it's gonna suck. So I'd like to milk as many tiny joys from this trip as I can. So please try to speak as little as possible and hold your head up just a bit more. Uh, what? Like, like this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, just like that. Mama-like. Okay, you too. The other one. There it is. Way up there. Oh, that's the stuff. Do a turn. Come on. Mm, yeah. Ah, and here comes the fourth youngest brother, Crabgrass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God's below. Yes, Crabgrass, we're happy to see you too. He's getting awfully close and touching my saddlebag. Hands off the horse. This is a rental. Yeah, you'd best keep an eye on him. He likes to root around, look for shinies. Ah, 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 ah. Go get that treat. Treat, treat, treat. Oh, everyone here is so tall and yet so very unsettling. There goes that tiny, tiny joy. Is that the traitor? He's over here, Paul. Hey, y'all. Malison, this is my father, King Backwood. King? Marwood, you're a prince? <sighs> yes, a prince. Of all this, slow gesture to the surrounding tragedy. Hmm. I didn't think you'd actually come back. Yes. Well, I thought about it, and here I am. Now, what was it you said last time we seen you? I remember, Pa. 
He said he did never wanna and was never gonna set foot in this enchanted forest ever again. Thank you, Tumbleweed. How very helpful and selective your memory is. Do <laughs> what now? Listen, Marwood, we're in a mess of a dilly of a pickle, I know you know. Boys come back, they told me about your big sad house down there. It's a museum. Why don't you give up that awful human city lifestyle and come back here to us? You could set up shop, settle down, maybe, I don't know, finally find a nice young elm or an oak or something. Ooh, oh, uh, Marwood, what is he talking about? <laughs> this human ain't never had the talk. Oh, by the branches. I am talking, little lady, about the sacred elven act of getting it on, knocking stumps, making babies. <laughs> Wait. Okay, hang on. Where are the female wood elves? The what now? Uh, Malison, there aren't any female wood elves. Like at all? You would know that because my people are very private. They never leave these woods, with a few rare exceptions, meaning me. Yeah, Marwood here's always been an oddball. He doesn't seem like he cares about sex in the slightest. Yeah, Marmar, why can't you just be normal and pick out a solid, firm tree of at least 100 years in age, then bond with it by sleeping in its branches at least once per week for another 100 years, then wait until the night of the first full moon after the last rain of winter, then whisper a song from the heart of the mountain into the deepest roots while placing a single hair into its smallest hollow, then wait 18 months for a blossom to form at the base that will eventually grow over a dozen years and bloom into a full-grown wood elf offspring like everybody else does. You know, I'm probably going to remember every word of what you just said, and I'm pretty upset about it. That's pretty much what Lil Marmar used to say. He was always trying to get out of this forest, away from all of these sexy, sexy trees, trying to find books and scrolls and such. <sighs> Oh, we messed you up real bad, didn't we, son? Father, your majesty, I shall repeat myself with absolute certainty. There is an entire, enormous world beyond this forest, and it is older and more beautiful than anything you could possibly hope to... Your eyes have already glazed over. Forget it. Listen, son, I'm sure you've seen all kinds of stuff out there. Got your head all twisted around... Been spoon-fed a bunch of nonsense about other kingdoms and races and all that. But it's all a bunch of hogwash. And from which well of misinformation does your dauntless certainty spring forth? Oh, we get all our current events and news from Fox. Excuse me? Fox. You know, uh... Little feller, bushy tail, he comes round and he tells us the news. And then we feed him. Whole dang forest is out to get us, he says. He's the only one we can trust, he says. And you know, he's always right. Just look at the rest of this forest conspiring against us, trying to get us evictimized. Yeah, they delivered this eviction notice thing saying we're a nuisance and a hazard and all kinds of fancy words that we can only assume are insulting. We suspect it was them squirrels what finally rallied the forest against us. Dang you, squirrels! We always knew you was backstabbing, conspiratorializing little liars. 
How very brave of you to stand up to the nut-gathering rodent menace. So anyways, that's why you two dweeby ding-dongs are here. We need someone to push papers around till we find something that means we can stay. Yeah, no, nope, no way. I've been here for a few minutes and I can already spot a dozen reasons why this forest would want you gone forever. Quite perceptive. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hello, where did, when did... Oh, shoot, it's the satyr again. Get out of here, you little dork. Yeah, this is private property. It is not, but it is about to be, and not in your favor. Oh, God's below. I've never seen an actual satyr before. He's so short. I hate it. And who are you exactly? William G. Gruffman, attorney for hire. Attorney for whom? No... Don't tell me. I assume you speak for the trees or some nonsense. Only in legal matters. He's a little pipsqueak troublemaker's what he is. Go on, you varmint. Get. You ain't welcome in the kingdom of the wood elves. I am here to remind you that once tomorrow's verdict favors the forest at large, you have precisely two days to vacate. Total evacuation, by the way. All belongings as well, including the beer can you are presently dropping on the forest floor as I am talking to you. Tomorrow? Did you say tomorrow? Indeed. The trial begins tomorrow morning at dawn. Are, are you kidding me? No, no, screw this. Why didn't either of you mention that we would have so little time? Well, uh, how much time do you need? Yeah, we figured you just need to show up and use some of that book lard and brain of yours and poof, no problemo. Astonishing. So the defense has done zero preparation? Not so, you little leech. Uh, we went and fetched my eldest son. That's plenty prepared. He's gonna fix this right up, ain't you, Marwood? I am so cross with you right now. Well, I'd say I'm looking forward to tomorrow, but that would seem to be rather cruel. Instead, I'll simply say good luck, because, kid, you're gonna need it. Don't let that little twerp get under your skin, son. You're the heir of the Wood Elf throne. We know you'll get our backs. All right, come on, nerd. We'll show you where we've been keeping our legal-type papers and such. We gone and stocked a library of our own since you left, containing all the knowledge of the wood elves. Should be more than enough to build a case. Oh, I am definitely ready for this to be disappointing. Meanwhile, back in the museum... This is so weird. This body is so powerful, and I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm afraid I might accidentally crush one of you just by pointing a finger. I told you not to move, Beastmaster. My body is a well of unfathomable power. Remain absolutely still, lest you destroy us all. And do not take that crown off. Uh, but it's so tingly, Dark Lord. I don't like it. How do you deal with this? Alright, everyone, please try to remain calm. I am trying to fix this. None of these scrolls have been helpful so far, but the right incantation has to be in one of these. Well, read faster, Ed. That giant glowing hourglass is running out of sand, and the interdimensional wasps are going to break through our barricade any second. Speak for yourself, Nick. I'm in no rush. <sighs> no muscles to speak of, but surprisingly spry little frame you got here. I can't believe you're wasting such a durable body on naps. You take that back, Abe. Naps are incredible. 
Why do I have such an overpowering desire for moist sweets? Oh, do you think we have any? Time for Plague 19! No! By the branches, it's so late. <sighs> I haven't done one of these in a while. What, an all-nighter? Indeed. Not since my mid-200s. I'm growing weary. <sighs> weary is not the word I would use. This entire library, uh, so to speak, is comprised of, oh, let's see, hastily scrawled notes of rumors and slander from that fox, a bunch of scrolls on proper bow and arrow maintenance, and dozens of magazines about uh, dendrology. Oh, gods, come on. Oh, oh no, ye gods, those clearly belong to my brothers. I'm sorry you had to see them. This sucks, Marwood. There's no way we're going to piece something together by tomorrow. Yes, I agree. This is a lost cause, but I'm mired in denial. Let me wallow for just a bit longer before I have to start converting my museum into an open barn. I hear ya. I should have known. I should have stayed behind. At least that way, I'd have avoided the disasters that await us upon our return. Who knows what Edmund is doing while we're gone. Totally agree. You're not even listening to me, are you? Hmm? What? I'm sorry, uh, what were you saying? <laughs> what are you writing down over there? Well, if you must know, I am, uh, working on my tall fiction. <laughs> yep. And what in Middle Elsewhere is that? It's where I reimagine famous scenes from history as if the important figures were all, you know, a bit taller. Some of them very tall. <laughs> Ye gods, Malison, must you do that right now? I'm trying to come to terms with an unavoidable future that will destroy my museum. Uh, our museum. Boy, I wish you'd stop saying our museum. What? It's not our museum. It's never been our museum. It's always your museum. Your disasters to suffer. Your career or reputation at stake. You claim just about everything. Up to and including the biggest slice of the finances. I do not. I don't even have a salary. Shut up. I do not. Uh-huh. Might be a little easier to believe you if you changed out of that ornate vest. I make these vests by hand, thank you very much. Took me ages to learn. I salvaged the more ornate threads from the bins of Rivercliff's garment district. I'm not very good or fast, so it does take a rather long time. Roughly a year and a half per vest. <laughs> a year and a half for a vest? I am the curator of the world's most comprehensive historical museum. What am I supposed to wear, a t-shirt? I must respect the work and look the part, even if it requires slowly stitching individual vests together over several years. That's insane! Yes, it is! I'm a mad elf, Malison. I would have to be. What other explanation is there for escaping one madhouse only to create my own? I left this literally God's forsaken forest to study, grow, and become a steward of history, a part of the living, ever-changing world. And you wound up stuck at our museum. When I close my eyes, I see the entire span of Middle Elsewhere's history. I see the entire recorded history of events, discoveries and decisions changing the landscape of mountain and man, empires rising and falling. And since my very first taste of the world outside this forest, I have ached to share it with the world to make people like my father and brothers understand how big this world is. And despite managing a single most comprehensive museum in the world, I have made almost no progress. 
Dude, that is so much unnecessary pressure. You have so much time. Elves live for hundreds of years. And in the hundreds of years that I have already spent walking this plane, I have accomplished what exactly? I manage a crumbling museum full of forgotten relics that no one comes to see. I'm not a steward of history. I'm a lost and found clerk. Being back here, stuck right back under his thumb, is only reminding me of how little I have achieved. He makes me feel like every single decision I have ever made is the wrong one. Well, I hope you're writing that down to study later. What do you mean by that? The way you feel right now, that's how you make us feel all the time. <laughs> Utterly preposterous. It's true! Your goal for the museum might be admirable, and we may not be perfectly aligned with your vision, but God's below, you are a horrible manager! Oh, come on! It'd be nice to have you care about the actual people inside your museum as much as you care about the dusty junk. You can't even see anything beyond it. You don't want to. It's just like your family holed up in this forest. Weird how you left this place to escape your dad, then went and turned right into him. That is not true. You will apologize for that. The Dark Lord's resurrection, Cornelia Rose, Talon Riptorn, stupid idiotic Talon, Abe's hole, uh, whatever his weird thing was. Still a little fuzzy on that one. Listen, you've been catastrophically wrong dozens of times just over the last few months. And every single one of those came from you insisting that you knew better than we did. That's, that's not... <sighs> I mean, well, the difference is that, um... Yeah, yeah, okay. See if you can find a back door out of that one. I'll be, oh, I don't know, leaning against someone's sex tree, I guess, working on my tall fiction. At least I'll be working on something worthwhile during this waste of a trip. Good luck tomorrow, because I'm out. Oh, I miss my museum. I do hope I have something to come back to once this awful affair is over. Meanwhile, back in the museum... <laughs> oh, that's nice. Okay. You know, I can't believe we goblins haven't taken the time to check out this museum's gift shop before. Right? And they've got all kinds of fun little souvenirs in here. And, might I add, that was a perfectly natural way to describe what we, the goblins, are all presently doing. Aw, thank you, Aquad. You know, I pride myself on my gift of wordsiness. Oh, did you see the airbrush t-shirts? Oh my gods, yes. They're hideous. I love them. Ooh, I'd grab one if I wasn't already at my budget. Oh no, oh no! What? What is it? These personalized keychains. Don't even have my name. Oh no, really? That well, that's just inexcusable. I, I'm so sorry, Squatcholio. Well, today is just a disaster. The following morning, the many creatures of the enchanted forest gathered to witness the trial of the century, of the enchanted forest specifically. 
The Glen of Justice seemed modestly furnished for such an important event. A large trunk as the judge's bench, a few overturned logs and tiny stumps as tables and chairs. The attending crowd, however, was enormous and split into two distinct groups. The wood elves and every other living thing in the forest. Every dryad, centaur, nymph, ant, and talking animal had turned up to watch their most despised neighbors get the boot. As Malison shuffled the sad stack of paper she had salvaged the night prior, she was half tempted to abandon her seat at the defense and join them. Marwood? Malison, I'm surprised to see you here. <sighs> I hate your guts right now but I never back down from a challenge. Well, you're welcome to it. I'm not going to participate. Yeah, great. Thanks, perfect. You might be going limp under threat of a redneck relative invasion, but I'm not going down without a fight. Aha! You both showed up after all. I was sure you'd bail. Oh, bring it on, hoof and mouth. Court is now in session. All rise for her immaculate gloriousness, craftiness... Goddess of the hearth and hut. Oh, come on. What the... Oh, no. They got a celebrity judge. Oh, what the hells? I thought we'd get, like, a talking frog or something. You'd want to, like, sings and dances. You watch your tone. Show some respect. Craftimus is the patron goddess of the entire forest. We were some of her earliest devotees. Hello! Hello, hello, welcome, one and all. I'm so very happy to be here in in the... Enchanted Forest, Your Holiness. Right, Enchanted Forest! Of course, I knew that. I know where I am. I love it here. You were saying, Gruffman? (laughs) Whatever. We're still going to own you up there. Now, I don't normally meddle in mortal affairs, but this happened to overlap nicely with the marketing blitz for my new book. You've probably heard of it, uh, Simple Crafts for Hearth and Home. Okay, I do not care for this one. This may be a good thing. She seems relatively impartial. You might actually stand a chance, provided you can creatively adjust a few testimonies to our advantage. Now, I've never been a judge, but I can promise you an honest trial. I mean that. Uh, Here, let me show you. I can do a little live demo. Okay, what I'm doing here is taking a vial of enchanted Mount Pius olive oil, and you want to pour a nice even coat, a nice ring around this rough, lopsided log that I understand is to be our makeshift witness stand. Uh, Now, if you can't get a hold of Mount Pius olives uh, grown in the realm of gods themselves in a kingdom that, well, no mortal being can enter or even fathom, store-bought is fine. Well, it'll do in a pinch anyway. Next, I'm blessing for just two seconds. There we go. Uh, Now, That soft, holy glow of the ring is letting us know that my right has worked, of course. And this stump witness stand is now a zone of truth. Honesty shall be compulsory for any sentient beings who deliver testimony. Now, if you're feeling extra fancy, you can garnish to taste. I like a nice sprig of mint myself. There. Lovely. Oh, so we can't lie? Oh, oh, that's new. That's just great. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is going to be a disaster. 
This trick is on page 4089 of my book, by the way, and it includes detailed step-by-step instructions with pictures. Now, my editor suggested I trim it down a bit, but, well, I cast him in a pit of eternal suffering, which, coincidentally, is also one of the quick and easy tricks in my book. Oh, I might have spoken too soon. Kind of warming up to her. Okay, let's get this thing started. Now, uh, what is this about exactly? If it pleases your divine specialness, this court shall find, without a shadow of a doubt, that the wood elves are a nuisance, an eyesore, and an active threat to this forest and its many denizens. For the safety and benefit of all concerns, they must be evicted immediately. Ooh, spicy. Which ones are the wood elves? Are they the, uh... Oh... Oh, heavens. Oh, my. I found him. Go on. Judge us if you must. Uh, that's literally what I'm here to do. Thanks. We wood elves are proud and proper dwellers of this here forest. And we ain't about to let no fancy olive oil give us a boot. So you can take your fancy tricks in your book tour and shove them right up where the sun gods don't shine. Yeah. Way on up in here. Get him, Paul. And this is the... Defense speaking? Believe it or not. Well, interesting strategy. Uh, Should I consider that your opening remarks? No, no, God's below. All right, if it pleases whoever, the defense intends to uh, do the opposite of all that stuff Goat Boy said. Somehow. Oh boy. Good luck, honey. All right, first witness. Mr. Fox. Is it true that you regularly visit the Wood Elves? Yeah, that's correct. In your hours of visitation, have you ever observed any behavior among the Wood Elves that you would describe as destructive or harmful to the forest? (laughs) Are you kidding me? They obviously cause more harm than good around here. Pollution, vandalism, walking around with their robes undone and no pants. It's disgusting. Why, what the... Whoa, you really do have to tell the truth in here. Thank you, Mr. Fox. That was fantastic. All done with this one, Your Honor. Uh, defense? Do you have any questions for this charming little rascal here? Whoa there. Getting pretty friendly. Uh, yes, 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 thank you, uh, Your Honor. Mr. Fox, isn't it true that you have been willfully deceiving the Wood Elves? Oh, sure, yeah, I'm just having a goof with them. I mean, the more I rile them up about the squirrels and stuff, the more they let me do whatever I want. Now, I've, I've been swiping food from their royal reserves for years. You see? You see, Your Honor? How can we hold the Wood Elves accountable when they have been intentionally misled for years? No, 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 no. See, all I'm doing is poking at biases and fears that are already there. It's, it's incredibly easy. Even I'm getting sick of them. They're, they're just so easy to manipulate. There's no sporting lion to them at this point. How can he say these things? We've been betrayed by our one and only ally. Don't be fooled, boys. The squirrels must have got to him. That's the only sensical conclusion. Oh, horse plops. That makes sense. Stay strong, Fox. We got your back no matter what the squirrels is forcing you to say. <laughs> wow. All right, I guess we're going to be fine. See you fellas later on. Uh, Let me make up some hot scoops first. We would die for you, Fox. Hey, good to know. Uh, Oh, no. (laughs) I've got nothing. I have absolutely nothing. We're so boned, Marwood. I'm taking over. What? I thought you didn't want to have an active role. If we're going to fail anyway, I'm damn well going to take advantage of this situation to get some honest answers. 
even if that's the last thing I want. Your Honor, I summon King Backwood to the stand. All right, one side, one side, coming through. I'm the king, coming through. All right, let's get this thing over with. There's a big old spider done caught another slightly smaller spider in its web this morning, and I'm hoping to watch that one play out. Your Majesty, you have four sons, is that correct? Yep. And the eldest, would you say he's a disappointment? Uh, yeah. Duh, Marmar. I done told you that just yesterday. Not in so many words. Tell us, why exactly is he a disappointment? Uh, well, he's, uh, uh, he's a traitor. Can you elaborate? Well, he's, uh, I mean, shoot, son, you left us. You just run off and left your family. One might say this son of yours left to pursue his own passions. Would you say that's accurate? Oh, don't you start up with that nonsense again. Has it ever occurred to you that smacking your eldest son's books out of his hands and chiding him for his curiosities at every opportunity might have been what drove him away in the first place? Uh, this is getting a little heated. I'm not done! Uh, maybe a quick breather then. Does the, uh, prosecution have any questions for the witness? Are you kidding me? I just let this one ride out. Y'all want the truth? I'm gonna give it to you. My son's books and passions didn't matter squat. What? How can that possibly be true? Which it apparently is on account of the magic god olives or whatever. Cause we're dying out, that's why. What do you mean? Just what I said. There's maybe a couple dozen of us left and that's it. Wood elves keep keeling over to poor health, bad diet, sometimes a freak zipline accident. You know how Uncle Goatweed loved his ziplines. Oh, gods. This is all about tree sex, isn't it? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry. This is about what? Get in line, sister. We needed all the able-bodied elves we had to carry on the line. We needed you. We? I needed you. Here, settling down and starting a family. You was heir to the throne of the wood elves and you just left. You left to stick your nose in some books and hug on some dead folks' trash and who knows what while your race dies out. Wait, wait. Whoa, stop everything. You cannot evict these elves. <laughs> wait, wait, what? By the king's own admission, Middle Elsewhere's wood elves are on the brink of extinction. They're officially endangered. That means they need protection and, uh, okay, wait, hold on, hang on. I object, Your Honor. This is clearly an attempt to, 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 to stall for time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Found it, found it. According to the Middle Elsewhere's International Wildlife Protection Law, a law endorsed by the gods, the natural habitats of a given species become safe havens the very moment an indigenous species is identified as endangered. Thank you. Malison, are, are you saying that... Oh, you bet your pointy ears. The entirety of this enchanted forest just became the dedicated sanctuary of the wood elf race. They stay. <laughs> by the branches. No. No, you can't do this. We were almost rid of them. Okay, may I see those scrolls? I, I, I call a mistrial. They, 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 they cheated. They're, they're lying somehow. This looks legit to me, short stack. All right, well, this court, me, rules in favor of the defendants. The wood elves stay forever, I guess. <laughs> Who cares? Jumping Jehoshaphat, we won, boys! 
Where's my royal banjo? <laughs> Malison, I can't believe it. Where in the world did you find that wildlife law? Uh, it was shoved among all the old receipts and nudie mags last night. I remembered it because it was one of the only seemingly official or informative scraps in the entire pile. Incredible. Unbelievable. Malison, that was some excellent work. As is your standard. Oof. Easy now, easy now. Those anti-daddy compliment bombs are going to take a minute to get good. Besides, I would have never gotten there if you hadn't forced your deadbeat daddy into that zone of truth. <sighs> kind of hard to celebrate this one, though. Your family actually does cause a lot of problems around here. Yes, they do. This isn't over. You're good with a Hail Mary. I'll grant you that. But this forest will be hard. Oh, big words from a tiny little quarter ungulate. Mm. Listen, toots. Once you go Seda, you never go Hater. Meh. 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 Oh, oh, yeah. Do you bring your own stepladder or do you rent? Okay, everyone, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for having me, and don't forget to pre-order my book. It's available in Tome, Scroll, and coming soon to Unipals. It'll be an audio-only sort of thing. I don't really understand it, but my publisher sounds very keen. Good luck with that. Who wants to listen to hours upon hours of audio about magic and gods? Ugh. Well? Well what? That was one heck of a trick y'all pulled back there. You just save the entire Wood Elf race, more or less. I hope y'all know that. Okay. I don't suppose that's stirring any feelings of, you know, family legacy type stuff regarding kinship or royal responsibility? No. After all that, you're still gonna walk out on us. Again. After seeing firsthand how you people need you. No. I'm going to ride out on a horse very swiftly, and I am not going to look back. Well, dag nabbit, son, after everything I've been trying to teach you. The only thing you've taught me on this miserable homecoming is that, to my horror, I am more similar to you than I had previously assumed. And what exactly is that supposed to mean? It means I have a lot of work waiting back home, and I am positively itching to get started. Well, fine, you traitor. We ain't need you after all. We gonna get your brothers out here mangling with some nice single saplings. Come on, boys. Oh, but Paul, I had my heart set on this juniper bush. Dang it, hey, hey, you know that ain't socially acceptable. Hooray, everyone's unhappy. I'm leaving. Already packed and right behind you. If we set out now, we might make it to a tavern before nightfall. Uh, oh, <laughs> Crabgrass, have you come to say goodbye? <laughs> <laughs> Please don't leave. Ah, oh, Crabgrass, I know it is a trial to remain here. Take me with you. Teach me the ways of the world beyond the forest. No, Crabgrass, I may posture and preach, but there is plenty that I have left to learn myself. I'm afraid you must find your own path out of these woods. Once you find it, I'll be waiting in Rivercliff. Hey, Crabgrass, get back over here. We're not talking to that traitor no more. I shall write you. Please do. Take care, Crabgrass. Farewell. <laughs> Marwood, please remember my own situation and use it to weigh the following totally honest assessment. Your family is a mess. I know. 
Off we go. Woof. What an absolute mess the last two days have been. It'll be another few weeks before the jam has stopped seeping through the walls. Much to my own chagrin, it would appear that Marwood truly is the glue that keeps this miserable place together. Wouldn't you say, Goblin Enrique? Yes, my lord. I assume you maintained your high standard of stealth while monitoring Marwood and Malison. Yes, my lord. They were very distracted throughout. They did not detect as I followed them over hill and dale, nor through the enchanted forest. I was able to slip the wildlife laws onto their stack at just the right moment. <laughs> the gamble paid off, just as I expected. Expertly done. Now scurry back into the shadows. I believe I'm about to have a visitor. Yes, my lord. My lord, uh, may I... Of course. Grab another treat from the break room. We're going to have to start filling it twice as often at the rate you're going. I exist only to serve, my lord. <laughs> oh, they grow up so fast. Um, uh, p p uh, p pardon me, um, Dark Lord? Ah, the scribe. You may approach. You are understandably troubled. Yes. I did assume you would notice. I would normally never intrude like this, but uh, you once showed me a kindness. You entrusted me with the Alicornucopia some months ago. It is a relic of mysterious power, potentially volatile, and you placed faith in me to safeguard it and study it. No one else here would have done that. It meant a lot. So I was hoping... That, um... Go on. I am at my wit's end. I am lost. I could not manage the museum. I could not even manage a simple stone tablet without unleashing a sentient universe of plagues. I do not belong at Samarty Penance. Even recorded history has failed me. I am unmoored. Adrift. I have no purpose. All right. <sighs> Settle down. Breathe. <sighs> <sighs> Boy, <clears throat> I apologize. I, I am a bit all over the place. Listen to me, scribe. Your talents are wasted here. Your zealotry doubly so. Let me show you how to harness and command your own strengths. I can offer you a better life. A new life. A calling. A home. What? What are you saying? Join me, Edmund. Become my disciple. Ye gods, did you just call me by my name? Indeed, for under me you shall be no mere scribe. You have toiled unrewarded as a steward of history. That ends today. Together, we shall make history. Oh, 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 yes, oh, yes, yes. Rise, Edmund. Use that fervent passion of yours to preach my gospel. What say you? I accept. I accept. I accept. Excellent. But first things first. 
We have got to do something about that wardrobe. Ethraha, esta labuta parishna adathuta, es la pathatura ematu. Still got it. For you uncultured non-speakers, that means hello. I spilled my beer. Can I use your rabbit to mop it up? <laughs> no. Okay, fine. Episode seven: Marwood goes home. Featured: Joshua Sibley as Marwood, Dana Swanson as Malison, Jennifer Barclay as Craftimus and Goblin Aquad, Alan Moore as the Dark Lord, Edmund and King Backwood, Stephen Mank as Tumbleweed and Gruffman, Brittany Michelle as Josephine, Bailiff and Goblin Squelcholio, Eli Banks as Abraxas, the narrator and Hayseed, Brandon Kramer as Nick. Bumbala Humbra, Crabgrass, Fox, Elvengard, and Goblin Enrique. Liz Mackey as the tour golem. Episode seven was written by Brandon Kramer and edited by Liz Mackey. Sound design by Stephen Mank. Original music by Christopher Taylor and Stephen Mank. Theme song written and performed by J. Christopher Arison and produced by Brent Busby. Story elements by Alan Moore, Christina Romo, Denise Farley Gardner, Joshua Sibley, and Liz Mackey. Produced by Liz Mackey. Series created and directed by Brandon Kramer. Subscribe to Dark Ages for your monthly dose of high fantasy audio vibes on Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Tell a friend. Tell your followers. Tell someone. The more people who listen, the closer we get to an HBO miniseries. Head to our website, darkagesshow.com. Or follow at Dark Ages Show on Twitter for updates and behind-the-scenes tidbits. I'm having a 